Welcome into Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. This is going to be a fairly quick episode this week. I will be very honest, I am very busy, and I was very close to just putting out like a, a repeat episode, like a, a really old one. But uh, the second I started to think about which one I wanted to put out, just so happened that a new trailer for Dragon Ball Super Superhero dropped. Like literally within an hour of me thinking that to myself. So I figured it would make sense to jump on the mic and just kind of give you a couple of my own thoughts and takeaways from it and uh, some confirmation of some stuff that we got in this trailer. Before I get started, if you did not see the trailer, go check it out. There is a link to it in the show notes. I suggest you watch this trailer instead of me telling you what happened in it because the, honestly, man, this trailer got me hyped. And it's been a little bit of a point of discussion I've seen amongst fans over the last month or two. It's been like, man, you, you don't even feel like there's a movie coming out in April. There's been almost zero hype about it. There's nothing to get us pumped up. And I'll tell you, man, this trailer got me fully on board for this movie. And now there's a couple of things that uh, I guess we can say are kind of big news. Um, but just overall, I'm just really happy to see that it is genuinely Gohan and Piccolo movie. Much as I love Vegeta and Goku, they're my boys forever and ever. It's nice to get something else. And all you Gohan fanboys out there, I'm happy for you, dude. This is going to be such a sick fucking Gohan movie, dude. Cannot wait. And I figured Piccolo would kind of be like a conduit to Gohan's story and Pan's story, as he always is. But it also looks like they're putting some respect on that dude's name, too. So one of the larger pieces of news that came out of this new trailer and also some new key visuals. Uh, if you haven't seen the key visuals, um, one, one is basically a movie poster of Gohan and Piccolo going back to back uh, and fighting Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. There's a strong possibility that is the thumbnail uh, for this podcast episode. And then there's like this very long photo that basically shows everybody who's in the cast of this movie. Um, Gohan, Piccolo, Pan, Goku, Vegeta, uh, Broly, Chi-Lai, and Le uh, Limo uh, were revealed in this visual as well. And we'll talk about Chi-Lai in a minute, but uh, I guess I'm just like really happy to see that, um, you know, Piccolo's going to be playing a prominent role in, according to these visuals, he's going to be getting a power-up. So I guess the visual says uh, it's the... Piccolo and Gohan back-to-back -back photo fighting Gohan and, uh, excuse me, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. Uh, Gohan wears Piccolo's cloak. So we know it's Piccolo's cloak. That's cool. Gohan must have found Piccolo's cloak out there in the wild after Piccolo donned the disguise. You don't follow me on Instagram, you should. At DB Superdope. What my favorite catches from this trailer is, there's a very quick shot of Piccolo, like, in Red Ribbon Army, like, uh, soldier disguise. He's, like, trying to sneak in because Pan gets kidnapped and he's trying to rescue her. I wonder if, like, Piccolo had to ditch his cape and his, you know, regular old clothes, beat up some Red Ribbon Army guy, put on his clothes so he could sneak into the base. Gohan gets back from wherever he is. He's like, oh, no, where's Pan and Piccolo? This don't look good. Piccolo's house got fucked up. And then he sees Piccolo ditched his cape or whatever, and he's like, oh, no, they got Piccolo. They must have incinerated his body, but, man, this cape is pretty sturdy. I guess I should put it on and honor my dead master got incinerated within this cape just probably hours ago and then he sees piccolo and he's like piccolo you're not dead i love you even though he probably could have just sensed piccolo's power level i guess but that doesn't help like move along the plot of my story so we're just going to overlook that for now 
anyway, in that visual, it says, uh, this is Japanese text translated from somebody on Twitter, Gohan wears Piccolo's cloak. Piccolo takes on his awakened potential unleashed form. And there is a very quick shot in the trailer of him getting ready to fight and he powers up and it's, uh, I don't really know what to think of it, to be honest with you guys. Like he goes from regular green piccolo to like a yellow green piccolo. There's like a slight yellow tint to him, almost as if like he's doing his best Super Saiyan impression or something. Right. But more and that, that doesn't bother me. That's whatever. But more interestingly to me, is it seems that he loses the lines in his Namekian skin. And that just makes me wonder why. What's happening on the dermatology level with, with Piccolo during this power-up? Unlock potential, potential unleashed, awakened, whatever it is. So, potential unleashed or unlocked, that's not what Gohan had done with his mystic form with the Elder Kai. That almost sounds like a Nameki. Like, that sounds like what Guru did to everybody on Namek in the Frieza saga, right? Unlock your potential. Although, I guess that is kind of what, that is what they refer to it as with Gohan as well, right? And I think they even make the reference at that point. It's like, didn't we already do this to you once on Namek? Is this going to count? Huh. So, I guess, uh, while I'm a huge fan of Piccolo being relevant and being able to whoop some serious ass, and I'm cool with him getting a transformation, I am just genuinely curious to see, like, how that comes about, how they write that reasoning in. Um, I'm just pumped. Piccolo is such an underutilized character in Dragon Ball, and considering his tie to, like, the Dragon Balls and, and God and, and Kami, or whatever you want to put it, like, you'd think they'd lean on him a little bit more. And I guess they did a lot in like late Dragon Ball and then early Dragon Ball Z, but or even like well into man, he's pretty much a staple in Dragon Ball Z. I guess Boo, his role gets reduced because he does get turned to stone and then has to train the boys. I'm just whatever. I'm just talking out of uh, my asshole now. It doesn't really matter. I do think it's interesting, or I think it's awesome. I should say that he's getting a transformation. Just really interested to see uh, what the uh, in the movie trailer. There's a couple of screens of text that got translated. It says a never before seen evolution. And then he's like, go on, get serious. That's what Piccolo says to go on. And then it says a super awakening. So I wonder if both of those lines, a never before seen evolution and a super awakening. I wonder if those both refer to Piccolo or if one refers to Piccolo, one refers to go on, or if they both refer to villains. I don't know. Um, and that kind of brings me to the next two things that I wanted to talk about. Well, I guess we'll talk about the end of the trailer. The end of the trailer features Dr. Hito, that dude in the purple onesie who fancies himself a superhero, even though we all know he's a fucking science nerd. He is in front of some kind of scientific contraption. It looks a lot like the Technodrome from Ninja Turtles to me, uh, but it's housing some kind of scientific experiment you can see for scale like how big it is because there's like a, a step um like a walkway of steps like up on the side of it you could kind of get a sense for how far he is from it so it's this big huge thing right and at the end of the trailer he's like oh shit because it looks like it's about to explode and then that last text screen that they share with us is the birth of the ultimate evil and I don't know what the fuck that means. All right. I, you probably don't either. 
We're probably sighing heavy like that together. I don't know what the fuck that means. So, uh, I think some people think it could be an allusion to Cell. I saw somebody suggest Majin Buu just because, you know, he's the epitome of evil in this universe. So much so to the point that Frieza was warned about him very early on in his life. Don't fuck with Beerus and don't fuck with Majin Buu. Is it like a, a, I can't imagine it's a rebirth of Majin Buu. It would make literally zero sense to me to have the res Red Ribbon Army somehow resurrect Majin Buu. So I think that's out the window, although I saw multiple people suggest it. Oh, the fuck y'all are smoking. Cell? Maybe. I mean, I don't rule it out, but I do feel like if Cell was in this movie, they would have they showed it to us. Like, in some way, shape, or form. Like, there's almost no way they hold that card back. I don't know, though. I guess Cell would make more sense with the Red Ribbon Army uh, to derive from a Red Ribbon Army-based story. And he is one of those few characters that, uh, or few villains that people are, you know, very adamant about bringing him back. You know, whenever you see Frieza come back again, it's like, what the fuck? This guy again? Where's Cell at? Come people don't bring Cell back. Well, I don't bring Cell back because I'm pretty sure he got like, uh, you know, what's that word? Eviscerated? Not eviscerated. Demolished? It doesn't matter what word I'm looking for. I should just move the fuck on. My point is, I think there's a possibility it could be Cell. I guess the, the, it's Dr. Hito, right? So this little purple onesie prick, he is hired by the Red Ribbon Army. So he's like meant to be the replacement to Dr. Giro, who made the original androids and Cell. So for them to dub Gamma 1 and Gamma 2, I know I've gone back and forth on that pronunciation like five times, by the way, but to dub them the ultimate androids in this preview as they did, and to know that Dr. Hito invented them. If you're going to continue to emulate the works of Dr. Giro, what did he do after the androids? You know what I mean? He made, well, I guess technically, like, it wasn't sell like 20 fucking years previous to that. He came up with the idea, but it materialized after the fact. For all we know, you know, he started this, uh, this experiment within this technodrome-looking contraption a very long time ago made Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 in the interim, and they've been out doing the superhero thing, and they've been doing a great job, so much to the point that Dr. Hito, you know, kind of forgets about his experiment down there in the basement, and, you know, his uh, leniency with its maintenance results in this explosion and this big ultimate evil getting out, and Gohan and Piccolo and Gamma 1 and Gamma 2 all having a fight together to, you know, kill the ultimate evil. I guess I'm just curious what the ultimate evil is. I don't think it's actually ultimate. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a uh, hyperbole, you know? Like if it was always the ultimate evil, <sighs> it'd be exhausting. Like we're just constantly one up on ourselves on ultimate evilisms. You know what I mean? The last thing I wanted to talk about before I wrap up this super quick episode. Um, again, we have some really good episode stuff coming out in the not so distant future. Uh, we recorded another advice pod the other night that will be up on the Patreon very soon uh, for subscribers early. I've got an interview coming up within the next couple of days uh, that I'm going to be sharing with you guys probably next week. So uh, it'll longer episodes are, are back uh, to being on the way over the next month or so. So uh, excuse the brevity with this one, okay? But there is one last thing I wanted to talk about. And it ties back to Broly and Sheila and uh, that big uh, long cast visual 
that I shared on my Instagram story yesterday. If you don't follow me, like I said, go fucking do it. God damn it. Anyway, uh, this is the first time we've got confirmation of Chilai and I think his name's Limo. I always forget his name. He's the, you know, the dude who hung out with them in the Broly movie with the beanie hat. And I don't know. They're in this big cast photo. Okay. And uh, I got got by this shit earlier this afternoon. And then I looked at it again. Um, so in this shot, Limo is holding a frying pan. And he's standing by Broly and uh, Weiss and, and Beerus. So, and she lies right behind him. He's holding a frying pan. He's obviously in, you know, chef mode. Uh, and then she is holding this brown blob of something or other in her hands. And in my brain, I don't even think I registered when I first saw it that she had something in her hands. I was just like, oh, they're going to be here. That makes sense. They'll be on Beerus's planet with Broly and the crew while Broly trains with Goku and Vegeta and, and Beerus. That makes sense. They're a trio, right? And then somebody said, hey, what's she holding in her hands? And I looked at it and I'm like, yo, is that a fucking baby? Is Broly banging in the cave and got this woman pregnant? This woman's poor birth canal. Giving birth to a Broly baby. Baby Broly births bust a bitch wide open. A lot of bees. Anyway, I looked at it again a couple of hours later. I looked at it, like some kid pointed that out. I'm like, holy shit, man. Good call. Imagine if this was the way that they reveal that there's a brand new Saiyan character, you know, coming into the series, a, a child of Broly. And then we get another time skip, maybe after this movie, who knows? And we, you know, he takes like uh, the place of like a Goten in trunks in terms of the age range. And I mean, I guess that'd probably put him a couple years younger than Pan, right? Two, three, Pan is confirmed to be three years old in this movie. So if Broly and Sheila have a baby, we got a green skin Saiyan, Zamasu probably looking motherfucker, right? That can hang out with Pan. That'd be so cool. And then I looked at it again like two hours later and I'm like, man, this baby. So cool. I wonder what its face is going to look like. I wonder what to name it. And then I saw like a string coming off the side of this baby sack looking thing that she lies holding. And I'm like, oh shit, is that a drawstring? Are they suffocating their baby? <laughs> no, I was like, shit. This obviously, this is a sack of probably food, probably potatoes. Maybe uh, Chilai and Limo hitched a ride with them to Beerus' planet and like were only able to hang out because they were making french fries. And they were like, you like french fries, Lord Beerus? Let's make you some french fries. Definitely not a baby in this brown sack. And that's good. Imagine if they tried to throw that one in there. I'd actually be totally cool with it. Fucking break up the Dragon Ball monotony. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm happy as a Gohan Piccolo film, for sure, but, like, I expect it to be very formulaic and not very, um, uh, what's the word? Impactful. I don't know. Impactful? I don't expect this movie to be super impactful on the overall storyline of Dragon Ball going forward. It will be a very nice welcome break from what we've gotten over the last few movies. It'll feel high stakes, I'm sure, but it won't be as high stakes as shit that we've been watching recently, right? 
So I'm cool with that, but like I expect it to be super formulaic. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm there either way. It's a Dragon Ball movie, let's be real, but I just I don't know. If they did throw in something like curveballish like that, it's like, oh, by the way, bro, we got a baby. I'll be like, what? I'd feel like I felt during the Tournament of Power where I was like, oh my God, they're giving us all these characters. And then they pretty much did nothing with most of them. Uh, I would probably feel that way with like Broly Baby showing up in this movie. I'm like, what? They're giving us all this character, one character who's a baby and probably not going to do anything. Why are they giving it to us in this movie? Why'd they add this in? That's probably what I'd say. Why'd you, why'd you add this in? This didn't need to be here. That's actually probably what I would say. But I'd also welcome the change. You know? I know myself well enough to know that some days you like shit and other days you don't like the shit the same way. Not your words of wisdom from me to you. Uh, those are pretty much all four points that I wanted to make about this trailer. Um, I'm excited, man. It seems like it'll be out summer 2022. Who knows when that'll be? I keep saying it. Thailand uh, is releasing in June. And hopefully ours will be at or around the same time. So maybe a late June, early July release is what I'm hoping for. Or who knows, dude, maybe they go for like that late summer uh, Labor Day weekend previous to that or previous to Labor Day weekend. Is that what it is? I, I don't know. Don't know. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, now that we're at the end of the episode, if you know, you're not somebody who listens to my shit regularly and you just check this out because, you know, you needed to listen to some nerd talk about Dragon Ball, you have my permission to check out. This is just me talking to uh, the, the boys and like two or three girls now. Told y'all motherfuckers about that Funimation Crunchyroll shit, not didn't I? I figured that Crunchyroll would be the one to win. It had the better app interface, but whenever I, I don't know, that was probably almost a year ago now, maybe not quite that long. I told you this would happen. The Funimation app is now going to be discontinued and Crunchyroll will be uh, carrying, I think they said, up to 80-85% of the Funimation catalog, so get your Crunchyroll accounts on, boys and girls. Uh, what else? Got that interview on Friday, super pumped. Uh, I'm playing a show with like my acoustic guitar Thursday night, which I guess you're probably hearing this on Thursday, so uh, I'm doing that on Thursday night, and I'm very... Um, Excited, anxious. It's kind of a sink or, sink or swim situation with my voice, you know, being able to sing or not. Hell, man, even like strumming a guitar for three hours, you can get fucking not like, I don't know, winded to the point where you can't do it, but like you can have muscle cramps and shit where your fingers don't want to uh, work the way they should. So I don't know. I'm excited to get that over and done with. I think I'll be doing an appearance on Rayshon's podcast uh, next week. I'll share links if that's the case. I think he wants to do the OG Broly movie, which I'm just like, oh my god, I've watched that movie 6,000 fucking times in my life. Let me talk about Paragus again and Vegeta crying. But at least he'll be quarterbacking and I can just sit back and talk shit. You know what I mean? Uh, go subscribe to the Rayshon Gadsden anime podcast, okay? Uh, that's what it's listed as now. I made him get rid of our gap. Because, I don't know, I'm just trying to be helpful podcast consultant dude for my friend, but, uh, yeah, who the fuck's gonna accidentally listen to a show called RGAP, especially if they're looking for an anime podcast? I don't know. I love you, Rayshawn. Uh, what else? I think that's pretty much it. We recorded a second advice pod the other night, uh, 
I started to get that one edited for us. I'm hopeful that I'll have it up early on the Patreon probably this weekend. So uh, if you want to jump on the Patreon and support us there, at least part one will be up, like the first 40 minutes of it or whatever it is. Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Superdope. Uh, you want to support the shows in other ways. We've got the Cash App and the Ko-Fi link in the show notes. All donations are appreciated. Um, but, you know, Patreon, you get, like, a bunch of free shit, dude. That was, like, close to 200 extra fucking posts over there. It's kind of ridiculous. Most of them are audio, but there's probably, like, upwards of 50 or 60 fucking videos, too. It's, uh, it's a lot, man. We'll be doing this shit for a minute. So, yeah. I appreciate you guys listening, rate, and subscribe to the podcast if you made it to this far at the end and you haven't already done that. Let's boo on you, Jack. Uh, do that, please. And I will talk with you guys in the next one. Talk to all you guys in the next one. Yeah. All right. I guess that works. <laughs>